0: to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned that this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Robin.
1: And I'm Biana. We're really excited to go through all these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the book. Today we are discussing Chapter 8 of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, The Death Day Party.
0: We have some announcements and reminders. We want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts. So please feel free to tweet along with us. Use the hashtag wizard team on Twitter to follow along. And we are on Twitter at #WeBlackAndNerds because we black and nerds. Black
1: and nerds. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you ever wondered what it would be like to be black at Hogwarts? Do you want to write about it? Do you want to draw about it? Do you want to sing about it? Um, we're working on a project called Hogwarts BSU, a collection of stories, fan art, etc., um, illustrating what it would be like to be a black Hogwarts student. Um, the l- latest post actually just went out on Monday, um, if you haven't checked that out yet. Um, if you would like to submit, you can check out our website for guidelines um, and or email us at weblackandnerds@gmail.com. at gmail.com.
0: Love our blog, love Wither Team, have a few extra galleons lying around. We are recently on Patreon. You can check us out at www.patreon.com slash blackgirlsnerdout. And there are tiers, but anything that you're able to contribute to help keep this blog and this podcast up and running, we greatly appreciate.
1: Also subscribe to our newsletter. Every week we share nerd news and links to what's been going on. So if you want to be in the know, um, be sure to subscribe. You can go to blackgirlsnerdout.com um, and then sign up there. Or tiny letter dot com slash bgno right yeah
0: right awesome (laughs) follow us again on twitter at black at we black and nerds like us on facebook black girls nerd out we are also semi on tumblr and instagram we're there a bit sometimes like last weekend this past weekend I get inspired and I'll post a couple of pictures on Instagram and then you won't hear from me again for a couple, (laughs) for a while. But, you know. Instagram
1: needs like a deck, like tweet deck or something. It would make it much easier to even like want to do it. (laughs) Because you got to sign out sign back in. Well, they
0: updated that. So that's why I think I've been doing it a lot more. Because now you can just, yeah, you can switch easily between. Even though then, of course, I accidentally liked... Something from our account that I should have liked for my own account, and then I have two Instagrams, but I'm not using one of them. But right. yeah, it's weird. But you can have multiple accounts now, so we'll be using it a little bit more, awesome. I think.
1: If I if I'll use it more probably. Well, yeah, I will use my own Instagram. Honestly. I know. I'm not gonna well, any promises.
0: There are times when I will be heavy on Instagram, like during. Comic Con, which who knows if I'll even be able to go, which by the way, San Diego Comic Con, I have been a faithful con goer for many years and this is so absurd and it is so hard that we had 10 people trying to get in and we only got one person through. So you need to fix it because I'm at the point where I don't even, it's demoralizing and yeah, but also, if we have any listeners that have a hookup for Comic-Con, like, let me know, because I, I need to go. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's um, in my city! I should be able to go! Yeah,
1: you should be able to I've go. I've been
0: going since high school!
1: Yeah. Okay. Wow, no, that's ridiculous. Um, I mean, we'll also use it for, like, when we go to London. Yes. Um, and if we go to any other cons that aren't as,
0: like ridiculous i plan on going to geek girl when we go Con, to hamilton we'll go to in, hamilton you go to
1: hamilton in new york and when i go to hamilton in chicago and then when we go again in uh new
0: san bay, francisco we're
1: obviously going to the one in the bay i'm, I'm gonna
0: go to the one in chicago i don't know what you're talking about i was yeah
1: that too you're right you're right
0: um, But like
1: yeah i'm those are my vacation days for 2017 i'm coming Ch- up here. i'm coming back
0: to the see, bay to see hamilton speaking of <laughs> hamilton uh lynn just what did he just or no? Okay. Did he just respond to my tweet? Guys, Maybe. I don't understand. Leslie it.
1: Odom Jr. responded to my I mean not to sing and wait for it tweet. That was awesome.
0: I just I My mean, mom was
1: all excited because she low key has a crush on Leslie Odom Jr. after like well, just what? seeing him on the Grammys. It's so funny.
0: I mean, how could you <laughs> not, right? You know? I know,
1: but it's like the it's like the most hilarious thing. It was like one week.
0: <laughs> Okay. I I was with Brandon uh, yesterday. Sorry, we're, I'm going to say this really quickly. And That's we cool. were going to uh, Guacamole Fest in San Diego, and I was taking I control. The
1: Guacamole Fest.
0: It was pretty awesome. Um, Sorry, I
1: love avocado. <laughs> yeah,
0: there was some the best one. They put pop rocks on top, and my brain was like, "This is amazing, and this is really fun." And then I had to drink like a bunch of water because you have to go around and taste all the different guacamoles. But right. the Pop Rocks one, that was lit. That was cool.
1: That's
0: awesome. Um, Anywho, anywho, I was listening to Hamilton on the drive there and Brandon was just so like, yeah, so I feel really bad for whoever's gonna sit next to you. Yeah, so you can't do this. Do you listen to anything else? What's the last thing you listen to? And I was just like getting it. I was just guns and ships, you know. Lafayette. Anywho. Yeah, you can
1: just give me the, t- I'll sit next to you
0: thank you, right? You should just tell him I that like next I, time he asks. <laughs> uh, uh, Biana, Biana will sit next to me. I know, and I feel like <laughs> I, I have seen a couple of like when I went to see In the Heights, for example, I like sang, but I wasn't like singing the way I sing in a car. No, like, because I'm you're watching it, so of you want to be am. able to pay
1: attention to the play. You're yeah. not like just in there having a party. It's not a Hamilton party, it's a it's a show. Yeah. <laughs> so gonna, like,
0: and I'm, like, cognizant of the like, other people. Yeah. yeah. I might be like, oh my god, this part, oh my god, it's coming up. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I might be, like, bouncing in my seat a little Even bit, Even that's but... hard
1: because it's all coming up. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like there's, like, little parts <laughs> in the middle where you get some time to be like, oh, I haven't seen this. Like, you've other than, like, one scene, we've pretty much heard all of it. So we're gonna be like, oh shit, now this part. And we... It's in the middle of of what like ten dual commands would be like Mimi inside's coming up like no we're in it
0: already <laughs> okay, ah! I'll probably sing it along but not like hello. I'm not gonna do I'm not gonna pr- behave how I behave in a car right while listening to it right or how I it. yes or how I just behave around people who are I I feel who are <laughs> not giving it it's just due and are not properly right. excited for the. Magic that they are listening to. Anyway, so let's dive in with what's happening. Um, um, we... We'll
1: have some really quick, uh, like really quick news before we go, and one of them kind of segues into our Black Wizard History Month, so that's cool. Yeah. Um, really quick, there's going to be a Harry Potter film concert series where they play the score live with the music, with the movie playing in the background, which I think is awesome because I recently got the movie scores, although I would really only want to see like the first three.
0: Please come to the Hollywood Bowl. I can't think of a better place to do that at. Like, That'd be so awesome. Because at the Hollywood Bowl, you can like picnic. You can bring your own food in, your own drinks. You can bring your food and your right. drink, and then hopefully it would be like the Los Angeles Philharmonic, which is one of the best. So good. So yeah, I'm excited. Um, I think Joe, be awesome. Joe and Chameleonaire from Right and Dirty Fame. I don't know if you know Chameleonaire, but if you I like forgot we're, who he was. Like nerds, so... But still, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Camillionaire did sing that song. I mean, he's from Um, so long
1: ago. It was just kind of like, wait, where did you come from, bruh?
0: Yeah. So, Joe has had some um, Twitter beef with a particular person in London, and she's been called names and whatever. But, you know, she's... (laughs) Don't, like, just don't try to get into a word battle with Shakespeare. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're going to get smashed. So... (laughs) Recently, the uh, sub had some hateful words, and Queen Joe tweeted, They see me rolling. W or R O W L I N. And Chameleon I didn't, do you have it up? I don't have it up with, on, yeah, but it was, they see me rolling. And
1: they hating. They hating. Chameleon Air was like, he said, basically, he said he was going to write, They See Me Trolling, but she already got it, so it was cool. Yeah. And then she said, mm-hmm. A kiss face emoji and a fist emoji, which I thought was hilarious. Just um, like I said, it's random. It was funny. It's it was amazing. funny. You probably all saw it, but it was hilarious to me.
0: And so. just yeah, just if, if some friendly advice, some friendly remi- a friendly reminder, if you are gonna like go after someone on Twitter, make sure they're not one of the best and most clever writers, because they'll get ya. So, huh? just... <laughs> like... um yeah. Just be cool. Be cool, yeah, fam. Just be cool.
1: Be cool. <laughs> um, okay, so, last piece of news. Um. This. Okay, so this is actually kind of late, I think. I think this interview went out, like, a minute ago, but I, like, favorited it, and then only got a chance to watch it, like, last... Week at some point, um, but so there's like this um interview for it was Alfred Enoch, um, aka Dean Thomas. You know, I mean he's Bay, but also just in case you weren't aware, he's also Dean Thomas in Harry Potter. Um, he was like you know doing the whole like interview circuit thing for How to Get Away with Murder, which just started up, up again, um, <laughs> on HuffPost and. He like towards at the end of the what's it called? At the end of the interview, he like sorted all the how to get away with murder like characters and it was awesome and I'll find the link and tweet it from our account instead of just mine. But it was awesome and I was very excited. Also he said some like cool things about um Black Hermione and yeah, he's just awesome. He's bae.
0: And he didn't he have, to... have to shut up.
1: I didn't have awesome. to denounce him and all his works and that made me really happy.
0: Also, that's always like, huh? Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson,
1: yes. We didn't denounce her and all her works either. It was awesome. I love when you don't have to do that. Like, you sit there, like, oh god, what are they going to say? What are they going to say? And
0: then it's awesome, and you're just like, fuck yeah. Well, Emma Thompson has this uh, reputation of just saying whatever the fuck she wants to in the first place, (laughs) so which is one of the reasons why I love her, because she is literally... If Emma Thompson is being interviewed, you need to just watch it, because you don't know what's going to happen, but you're going to laugh. Like, she's so funny and smart, and uh, she's just so funny, but then on the flip side of that, there is this, you don't know what she's going to say. Like you can't, you exactly. cannot predict what she's going to say. So that gift set that I saw, someone posted on Tumblr and then I reposted and I posted it on Twitter as well. Or um, she was basically like, Hey man, the academy's full of old white dudes and we have t- two options. We either let them die or we kill them off slowly. So
1: <laughs>
0: she's like, you know, There are some options that we have. I just think we haven't explored all of them, and I was like, "Bow down, yes, that is a valid point. It's true. Yes, so let's get into Um, Black Wizard History Month, shall we?
1: You brought in Emma Thompson, which was fine, but that's how I was going to segue. Oh, (laughs) because
0: Dean (laughs) is really not a big deal at all. (laughs) Thomas was sorting and talked about Black Hermione. And let's get into Black History. <laughs> 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 um, so, this is the
1: last um, Wednesday or episode of Black Wizard History Month. Um, so, as you have known since we've been doing this since February, or since the beginning of February, we are spending 20 minutes talking about one of the explicitly Black characters in the books, and today we're going to talk about Dean Thomas. Um, we'll see if it, if we can keep it to 20 minutes. I'm going to set the timer, though. Um yes. there's just like way more on Dean than there
0: is on anyone
1: else, pretty much.
0: Um Dean is wait, definitely our home? that
1: was not necessary. Sorry. Dean was
0: definitely is definitely the character that we know the most about.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm going
0: to just jump in with personality and traits and then okay, we can go can. from there.
1: Um what's this plus twenty? Math is hard. Okay, never mind. I got it.
0: I can just do it if you want. <laughs> okay.
1: I did it right now. I'm good.
0: All right, sorry. Okay. <laughs> So, Dean um, is described as being open-minded, brave, and loyal. He was on the Gryffindor. He was, in, he was sorted into Gryffindor along with Harry, Ron, Seamus, and Neville. So, that was his year. He's in the same year as Harry mm. Potter. He was closest yeah. to Seamus. Um, and... Sorry, I'm just scratching my nose, which is really cutting <laughs> off. So... Little's known about his relationship, but we do know that his father was a wizard who walked out on his mother and infant son the, during the first wizarding war to protect them. So it wasn't just that, um, well, we, we we assumed to protect them. So he never told his wife that he was a wizard, and he was killed by the Death Eaters uh, during Lord Voldemort's first reign so when Dean's mother remarried she married a muggle and Dean had several half siblings but found out that he was indeed a wizard and ended up being going to Hogwarts makes her into Gryffindor he's described as where is he described I hate this oh I
1: just had it I can do it (laughs) um so, Dean's physical description depicted him as having dark hair and dark skin and to be even taller than Ron Weasley due to the fact that he has a long neck, which, as we all know, is perfect casting for Alfred Enoch because <laughs> as fine as he is, he has a very long neck. It's a nice it's neck. It's totally fine. It's, it's, he's still fine. It, it's a strong it adds neck. to, that's what I'm saying, it adds to it. I actually, like, was Googling Dean Thomas um, to find this, like, wiki page earlier. <laughs> And you know they have like the images on the top and one of them says, like, like, like one of the first Alfred images Enoch's is so in... Bro. Yeah, that shit was that had me dying. He's so fine, yeah. but like his neck is really long. So anyway, it was perfect <laughs> casting. Um Dean also appeared to be of African descent, although I'm pretty sure he's described as a black boy in the first like when he's first right? He is right? he's
0: Okay. He's um I don't obviously again I don't have the books. I'm in a different town, which is yay for microphones and technology that we can still do yeah. these, um, but he's described as a black boy. Um,
1: okay, yeah, that's what I
0: thought. The things that we do know about Dean, though, is that he was very close to Seamus Finnegan. They were, they were. Mm-hmm. He was friendly with Harry and the trio. Uh, also joined Dumbledore's army, and even during the fourth year fifth year when um before Dumbledore's army when Seamus um and Harry kind of got into it because Seamus his mother didn't want him to come back to school and didn't believe Harry Dean was kind of quietly on Seamus' side but never was um
1: like he was only on Seamus' side because I was his best friend but he wasn't like antagonistic towards Harry he was still like Harry bro like I'm still with you but that's my homie and he's stripping I'm gonna stick with him you're know I mean? yes so he didn't like so he was still like a good friend that's kind of what i would do to be honest because i hate drama so i would just be like yo i'm gonna wait for y'all to work that out i'm out of it i'm gonna wait for y'all to work all that out but i'm gonna still be here i'm gonna be around it's
0: yeah so really he good. was be- awesome. he was definitely like this ain't my fight i'm not in it but yeah uh, you know i'll see you because i'm pretty sure
1: he like believed
0: harry yeah but
1: you know that's his homie He's his best friend um yes. Like it even says, yeah, he was brave and loyal. He was eager to participate in the defense of his school against Death Eaters, despite not even having a wand. Oh, that was um, in the student what's it called? That was in Battle of Hogwarts. But yeah. and never lost his faith in Harry Potter, believing him when he claimed that Lord Voldemort had returned. Um, he also had faith that Harry would eventually defeat the
0: Dark Lord. Um. Yeah, he's just he's mm-hmm. awesome. Um. Um. When in uh, another example of Dean's loyalty is when umbridge called uh lupin a dangerous half-breed he jumped to his defense claiming that he was the best teacher that they ever had and commenting that um he even is... told
1: uh snape that too a couple times yeah or they told yes. both her and snape at separate times Yeah, that's what
0: it was um, which is true
1: he was the best teacher they ever had. Mm-hmm. If Moody had actually been Moody, he'd be up there, but he ended up being Barty Crouch, and so that had to bump him to two.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but even still, if Moody was Moody, I still think Lupin was a better teacher because he was... Oh, yeah, of course. He was able to Definitely. teach them and not, you know, like, scare I mean, the crap I think out, it was out of them even or re-traumatize Dean... them. So. <laughs> right.
1: Wasn't it, wasn't it Dean who said... I'm not in that part in Order of the Phoenix, but I'm pretty sure he's the one who said that, like, Lupin was the best teacher but even that um I'm pretty sure he said like even Crouch or was a good teacher. Hold yes. It. I'm gonna try to find it.
0: Um and he was one of the first people to join Dumbledore's army and um. Yeah. And go to the meeting and be very supportive. Even though Seamus had initially believed the smear campaign. Um so he
1: Right. Okay. Here we go. So um <laughs> Oh, so Umbridge is... It's like when she's first... Inter- it's like her first class when she's being horrible. Um, so, their first one... Hold up. Okay. So, initially... So, the first one is when Umbridge says, I do not wish to criticize the way things have been run in this school, which is, like, a lie. Um why the fuck you lying
0: why, sorry.
1: okay um but you have been exposed to some very irresponsible wizards in this class very irresponsible indeed not to mention extremely dangerous half breeds if you mean professor lupin piped up Dean thomas angrily he was the best we ever and then he she cuts him off um and then later she she says it is my understanding that my predecessor not only performed illegal curses in front of you he actually performed them on you well, he turned out to be a maniac, did he? didn't he? Said Dean Thomas hotly. Mind you, we still learned loads. So, yeah. Yes.
0: Um, don't fuck around. Yes. So that's a great example of Dean's loyalty. One of the last things I want to mention about Dean's personality until we can start to like really dive in deep about our feelings about Dean is that mm-hmm. he, um, during the time of Dumbledore's army, got close to Ginny Weasley and they began dating and they continued to date into... Six year, um, mm-hmm. before, and th- and was also the reason, I think, because Dean was cute and smart and Harry liked him <laughs> as a person, was probably right. one of the reasons why Harry was like, why do I want to punch him in the face all of a sudden? I don't understand what's exactly. happening, Exactly, he's like, I mess with Dean, that's my home. That's yeah. so
1: funny, like, Harry, and I, <laughs> I know we're gonna talk about this when we get to half the prince, but who cares, that's, like, a billion years away. Um, <laughs> like, his whole, like, confliction around that, because he's, like, Clearly cool, like he's not able to like realize, like no, bro, I just have like I just have a crush on Jenny. It's Mm -hmm. more like why do I have these feelings about (laughs) Dean? He's been my friend for six years. (laughs) Like, yo, you gotta like really look into yourself and stop being um,
0: obtuse. But whatever. (laughs) I so we were talking about this. I don't know why, but um, if you guys are familiar with Clueless and you should be familiar with Clueless because it's it's probably one of the best. Jane Austen adaptations ever, and it's just a really good movie, when Mm -hmm. Cher is walking after um, Ty and Josh start to, like, get close, and she's like... Oh, yeah. I should be happy. Ty's my friend, and Josh is a good person. I mean, he's a little annoying, but why am I so... I love Josh, and then like the phones right. go off and the lights like go off, and it's like how I think of Harry's realization about Ginny every time. Yeah. It's like he's like, like uh, boom, bing. Oh, right. Uh-oh. He's like he's
1: like it's because he tries to rationalize it, like oh yeah. it's because she's she's like a sister to me, but then she, he's like but we're not really sisters like we're not really siblings like that, so that's weird to be like that. And it's like I didn't care like, what's going yeah, on. Yeah,
0: I didn't. I didn't care when he. uh, When she dated, who did she date before? Michael Corner. Yeah. Yeah. Or he was like, I cared because he was a git. Like he was stupid. You know what I mean? It's not that. Right. And he was a git.
1: So. Yeah. And
0: like (laughs) Dean is none of those things. So I should be like, if you're going to date someone, Dean's a good choice. But. Mm Hmm. hmm. Okay. So I Uh want to talk a little bit about Dean in terms of the second wizarding war and during the okay. second reign of voldemort because i think that's when we get to see a lot of dean outside well it's outside of hogwarts for one so that takes you know it, it just it shines him in a much different light in a way that yeah. we don't get to see with a lot of the other characters like we don't really see seamus during this time right but Mm-mm. um joe does make a point to have those scenes with dean on the run
1: well, I think a part of that is because he was originally going to be, like, much more... Like, he was going to be on the tier of, like, Neville, Jenny, and Luna yes. initially. Um, so I think that that's part of it, is that, like, Joe has all this backstory on him. Like, stuff like a lot of what we've been talking about isn't even in the books at all. Um, or at least when we, when we started talking. Um, and so she has all these ideas of, like, who he is. And so I think it was easier, probably, for her to then put him in the Deathly Hollows and it makes sense and it be, you know what I mean? But yeah, so I think that's kind of part of it is that so then it doesn't feel weird when he just is like in Deathly Hollows because not only has he kind of been around as like a bat character, but the way that she writes him, it's in a way where you can tell that like he's not just some like two dimensional, um, like background character um and that's like one of my biggest things like i talk about the order of the phoenix movie all the time but of the deathly hollows movies if you're gonna split it into two you got an extra two hours to tell this story where the fuck is dean thomas also where are the Tom seriously scenes,
0: but, you know <laughs> <just> <laughs> seriously I <digress. laughs> well i also want to th- i also think the one scene where we see where Harry, the trio, and Dean, and they collide. They they cross paths, but I don't, do they even get to talk? Then I don't think so. The first time, no. The first time,
1: they just kind of overhear because I think they have the extendable ears or something. Yeah, and they think they that just they're happen to out. camp near each other.
0: Yeah, so they're kind of um, in the vicinity of each other, but they're both on the lookout for snatchers and things. So they're able to kind of eavesdrop in on them and realize, oh, they're not. They, at first, they thought they were snatchers or people to be worried mm-hmm. about. So one thing I think that's very important about that scene is that it also shows the, um, and and it's important about Dean's characterization in general, that it shows how this affects people other than Harry, who's directly affected, obviously, because he is the boy who lived. And then Ron, who, um, is cast as, you know, a blood traitor. So it's not that he would have been like super safe within, the rise of Voldemort, but he would have—he uh, is a pure blood from a pure blood family, so you get right, to he see least you know, his privilege. To go to yes, and you get to see his privilege and things, but you see how he chooses his like morals over that, and then Hermione, who is definitely not safe, and but mm-hmm. also could have, um, kind of hid in the Muggle world in a way. That might have been, it would have been like a little bit less dangerous. I, we, we don't really know because she was close to right. Harry, so she kind of was without choices either. They were definitely going to come up for her
1: yeah,
0: yeah. But then you see, like we talked about a little bit with Lee, like Lee would have been able to go to school and do all those things, but he chose
1: well, not school, he had already graduated.
0: Oh, well, yeah, but I mean, he would have been able to like live in the world, but he chose to like actively resist instead of exactly um like passively resist and this is mm-hmm. kind of the difference where it shows especially with dean and ted lupin uh talks his father the people who are now into the world but don't have any kind of safety um can't really go back um Right, and he couldn't,
1: like, go to his, he couldn't, like, he, and I think maybe Hermione couldn't have stayed in the muggle world. Like, she couldn't have stayed with her, like, even if she wasn't with, um, her parents. Um, or even if she she wasn't with Harry, sorry. Because, like, Dean, he, presumably, you would think he could
0: stay in the muggle world because none of his family are wizards. Yeah, I think that, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm saying Hermione couldn't have because she was close to Harry and had been for so long that they would have come after her. And so it was... But what I'm saying is they probably would have come after her anyway. Yes, exactly. Because they're clearly coming after Dean.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Um, they're
1: coming after everyone who they have, because I'm pre- like, they call it the registration commission, but they already have a record of everyone who's a muggle-born. Yeah. Like, you would have to, like, have a record of, like, especially if there's not that many wizards and witches in um the uk you would have to have some kind of record of like who pops up all of a sudden and like has magical blood like that yeah you just really go through the
0: roles at at hogwarts and And it's like a census yeah exactly um but because dean is is supportive of harry but and and they're friends but they're not close right so
1: yeah
0: it's not, it wouldn't have made sense for Dean to be on the Horcrux hunt. He doesn't even really know about, I don't think he knows about Horcruxes at all. He's not no. in that inner circle. It's nice to get this view into people who are being hunted that are not tied to Harry in that way. So it, how it affects the wider world. And I think that really is missing from the movie, like you said. Um, it's annoying because we love Dean as a character, but it's also annoying because you don't, it, it, it centers this entire story around Harry and like yes the, the story is centered around Harry but the the wizarding world is not. Like he's just Right he's and, and he's an important person and he is um, a well known person, but that's like saying that, you know if Donald Trump wasn't in the presidential race, we wouldn't have a presidential race. Like we would we would it would still be happening. You know what I mean? We would just Right. You know, and it's happening to other people. We're just not, we're just talking about this one guy all the time. Yeah, and that's
1: the thing with, like, the books is that it shows, like, the way that things, and not even just in Deathly Hollows, um, though mostly, I think, but it shows how all these things are affecting, like, regular people. Um. Yeah. I mean, even in people who aren't the chosen, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, or people who aren't the chosen one, or people who aren't affiliated with the chosen one, and therefore have no choice but to, like, fight. Like, it. Yeah, it's just, like, it gives a a wider world, like a, what's it called? Like, it just gives, like, a better picture of the Wizarding World, especially at this time, and especially with a character that you already know. Like, you kind of know Ted Tonks, like, he is introduced at the very beginning of the book, so you have some, like, Mm -hmm. connection to him, mostly because he's Tonks' dad, but... Um, with Dean, it's like we've seen him since he was eleven. Like since yeah, he was sorted. And we have so an affinity
0: like... for Dean, so that seeing him on the run and seeing him with this also this weird mash of people, right? He's playing with at the by the time we hear him, he's traveling with Ted. Um, oh, I always forget his name. Uh,
1: Dirk Cresswell.
0: Dirk Cresswell, Grip Hook, and another Goblin Gornuk, mm-hmm. and so. You also see these like we how this like weird like hodgepodge group comes together, and this like time of despair and being on the run. Um, I, speaking of just how you see how it affects everyone, and the opening of the book, I think it talks about like even just like the trickling, it's starting to affect the and muggles. Like muggles are you know they're just dementors out and loose and around. So like, the, right weather has changed, and there have been all of these, like, terrible things that are kind of unexplained, but they're happening more and more. And so even you get to see this kind of weird, like, they're they're not clued in yet to how bad it could get, but they're starting to recognize, like, it's just, like, a bad time to be in Britain. And so Mm -hmm. having these characters, it just really helps, you know, to, um... to yeah to expand the world and also to um show the stakes are high not just for harry like even if you're not the chosen one it doesn't mean that you don't there aren't consequences for you
1: by like voldemort exactly
0: exactly (laughs) (laughs)
1: um one of the other things about the movie is that somehow he ends up at hogwarts but they never explain how that happened
0: In the book, he sneaks back in, correct? No, yeah. He comes back in with Luna. Yeah. Yeah,
1: he gets called with the DA thing, which they don't even have in the movies. Don't get me started on Order of the Phoenix. But um, (laughs) they, so he's called, and so he comes back to Hogwarts with Luna, which makes sense. But in the books... He's just there. Luna and Diener just happen to be there. Especially Luna, she just is there. Like, she went back to school after being tortured by Death Eaters. Like, that makes sense. How are they going to find no. you again? What the heck? Um, <laughs> and then Dean is just there, too, even though he's technically... he's He doesn't know that he's not muggle-born. So he's essentially yeah. muggle-born. So, whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and do... When do we find out about his father? Because I can't remember. He thought we for don't. We'd we never do. That's just something that she no, told No, that's us just...
1: That's a part afterwards. that she, like, knew. Yeah. So she knew that. Yeah. The thing is, is that her storyline was or his storyline, um, here, let me read it actually. So Dean Thomas was originally going to be a more prominent character in the novels. Um, like Neville Longbottom, Jenny Weasley and Luna Lovegood, but his role was initially cut down. Originally Dean was called Gary. So he's also in the original Forty if you go on Pottermore, mm-hmm. he's in the original Forty list as Gary Thomas. Um and in Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, Dean Thomas was going to be first introduced during the Sorting Hat chapter. His character was cut from the UK copies due to needing to shorten the chapter. However, he is still in some US copies. He also was going to be featured in the chapter Midnight Duel along or going along with Harry, Ron, Hermione, and Neville to confront Draco Malfoy, but he was cut out of the scene entirely. Um, after having cut Dean out so much from the books, Joe did not want him to go unnoticed in the films, and when the film version of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone... Oh, I'm snoozing. I'm, t- I'm hitting snooze. Okay. Um, so, um, after having cut dean's out so much from the books um joe did not want him to go unnoticed in the films and when the film version of harry potter and the philosopher's stone was in production she blew away director chris columbus with the amount of information she had on such a minor character in harry potter and the chamber of secrets jk rowling had originally included dean's back or yeah dean's background story which explained about his muggle-born status and his father being a wizard but it was cut out again as it was unnecessary content um, Joe has said that she believes she swapped developing Dean Thomas to develop the character Neville Longbottom instead, as he was more relevant to the overall plot. Dean later some plays a somewhat larger role in Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, where he becomes Ginny's boyfriend and a member of the Gryffindor Quidditch team, and Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, where he is on the run, kidnapped, and rescued.
0: So the idea of having his part reduced so much, and um, it really... I think shows kind of why people why Dean has such a good fan base because he does feel It still comes across. It, yeah, it comes he comes across as having um a lot of characterization even though it, you know a lot of things don't really, he's around a lot of things don't really happen but he does he feels right. more fleshed out than say Seamus does and Seamus seems like um in both the books and the movies, very, like, a narrow, minor character. And Dean feels like Mm -hmm. a minor character, but there's something more there. So um, I I think that that's important to show. And I think as a um, black wizard, uh, we don't see, again, it's not racism- talked about so explicitly it's more about blood status but I do think that it's kind of an interesting um, correlation or I don't even know if that's a correlation or whatever but about having this kind of past this unknown past that he doesn't know about because there's so much history that I think we've talked about that a little bit
1: in one in like one of the bonus episodes but like yeah we should go into that a little bit now that we have
0: extra minute. Um. <laughs> yeah, so I was just saying that I think it, it, it is a no, it's a very good illusion and I'm not sure whether or not it was meant to be there or it was planned but it's there, so we're going to talk about it. <laughs> Even if you don't plan it, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. But the fact that he has this part of his history hidden from him that he won't really know about um, and that it's very hard to find out about because for all he knows, right. uh, it's, I guess unless his mother decides to you know, tell him about his actual real father. And she doesn't know that he... She well, never she doesn't knew. know that
1: he's a wizard. Exactly. But unless they go see um, Henry Louis Gates... Exactly. Unless <laughs> he goes get on, on... Finding your finding roots, Finding your roots,
0: and, or even, like, you know... Sorry to do this, but the Hogwarts guidance counselor, Ayanla, had an episode where she... Where someone mm-hmm. found out later that, that their father wasn't who they thought it was, and how it was ruining the family, and... But, you know, so you could go on either... Uh, finding My Wizard Roots with Henry Louis Gates or Iyanla fix My wizard in Life on the... Well, I, fixing your life is a going to... Didn't they find
1: out about the father before they called Ianla?
0: Well, he found out... No, but he found out... That's true. Yeah, that's true. He just so found out that his the dad same. wasn't who his dad was. But, yeah, right, so he would not, have to go on...
1: Iyanla didn't find that out. She wasn't detest- She wasn't... But she was good. helping him
0: deal with... Process that pain. Whatever. Anyway, the idea of like learning. Was she? Was she really? I felt. I was touched. Was she? Yeah. She, but she was tried. That person. Hmm. She tried in her own IAMLA hmm. way. She anyway, tried. she act like she don't watch the show with me. She all up in it with me. Um, I
1: watched some of it. I don't even know if that's the episode <laughs> that I saw. I only okay. watch it when you come and take over the television. It's times with my, my auntie, with my mom.
0: Yeah. Bonding time with my auntie. Anyway, I, the point is, is that there is something um, kind of especially black, <laughs> I guess, specifically yeah. black about this idea of having this part of your history that you will not know. Um, and even if you do a lot of searching and like figuring it out, it's, it's going to be a little bit like, well... You know, my mom said that my real dad is this guy, and this is his name. But is that his real name? Did he hide his right. name? You know, like did he tell me his real name? And not out of malice either. That, and we know this because of Joe, but just because of mm-hmm. um, safety, it's he didn't he didn't want to, you know, put them in harm's way. And I think right. that is a very interesting thing to deal with. And I've kind of like been thinking about this a lot more since I have been watching more finding my roots um and just in, and in general like talking to you know thinking about my grandparents and stuff as they age this idea of like we can only go back so far
1: mm-hmm. and
0: we don't know the stories of these people that act like did a lot to shape our current situations and where we are and Dean's father is like that for him because Without Dean's father being who he is, he wouldn't probably have wizarding magical abilities. Without Dean's father um, sacrificing himself, he would have had a very different upbringing, too. Mm-hmm. And also, he made the choice to then also sacrifice his family uh, or give up his family so that he could go. And from Joe, we know that he fought against Voldemort, but still, right. he he did leave them so that they could be safe
1: safe right so like even if his father had been around would they have would he have been safe maybe he would have been killed by death eaters
0: maybe like harry potter yeah or like like they tried to do with harry potter
1: the yeah like the intention for harry potter
0: um and that's also just really sad because you have to think about all of the non harry potters you know like harry Mm. was specifically like voldemort was very specific that he wanted to kill harry But two things, it always struck me that he decided it was Harry and not Neville, because it could have been Neville, but um, that there are all of these stories of, you know, torturing families and what they did to Evan Neville's parents, and I think Hagrid at one point says no one knows why he went after a baby, probably just because he liked killing by then, even though we know, we actually know that it was very specific. But so was it a Death Eater policy to not kill children and just bring them up under their fascist ways, or you know? I mean, but is I don't there know, a lot of I'm like these unsung like, Potter babies?
1: Well, I know there's like a moment in Deathly Hollows when um, it was like after Godric's Hollow, when like um, Voldemort has like this flashback, but Harry's like connected to his brain, so he like sees it of like mm-hmm. night when he goes to kill his parents. And there's, like, this kid who runs up to him, um, and it says something like, nice costume or something, and then the kid sees his face and gets scared and runs away, and Voldemort has a moment where he's gonna, like, kill the kid just because he wants to. So, yeah. I, like, that's the thing, is, like, I think, like, maybe some Death Eaters would just leave Harry, if it wasn't, like, the prophecy, if it was just, like, we gotta kill the Potters. Maybe mm-hmm. some Death, if, they, if he had sent a Death Eater, maybe they would've, like, left Harry, there Mm -hmm. and I'm sure there's plenty of like orphan kids who like don't have a who don't have parents because of like the first wizarding war or whatever in Voldemort um but I also think at some point he probably was killing babies
0: yeah like I wouldn't
1: put it past him to do that it reminds me
0: of it reminds me when you were saying that of the Doctor Who episode um where they're go back for the family slithing and it's just the one girl and she's like you know this woman came in and I almost killed her but she said she was pregnant and blah 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 and he was like because you were feeling bad on this or sentimental this one time on this one day she happened to live but what about all the other people on the days that you weren't feeling sentimental you know right. so that kid that ran up to Voldemort caught him on
1: well he was on a mission it wasn't yeah. even a good day it wasn't, I was gonna, like... I know,
0: I almost said caught him on a good day but I was <laughs> like oh. he then goes on to kill two people so. alright okay. it's done so that was our, our piece of Dean Thomas. I feel like we should have like an extra bonus episode for all of the Black Wizards, um, maybe, But because I, I could talk about this for a long time. I find Dean's story very interesting. But we are also on a mission, and our mission is to go chapter by chapter through these Harry Potter books. So, chapter eight of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, Death Day Party.
1: Um, sorry, one second. Um. Whoa. Alright, I'm ready. This chapter's not... Okay. Uh, it's
0: pretty... It's a, it's a decent length of a chapter. Like, yeah, but it's not um, it's terrible. Yeah. Oh, I just noticed that we benched the same person. Um, anyway. <laughs> okay. So, so we're now well, in October. Yes. Um, October arrived, spreading a damp chill over the grounds and into the castle. Madame Pomfrey, the nurse, kept busy by a a sudden spat of colds among staff and students. Her pepper cup potion worked instantly, though it left the drinker smoking at the ears for several hours afterward. Ginny Weasley, who had been looking pale, was bullied into taking some by Percy. And the steam pouring from under her vivid hair gave the impression that her whole head was on fire. She does not have the cold. She has the Voldemort. No.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's Sad. a different type of disease.
0: Yeah. But like she's already, already starting out...
1: this, like... Oh, yeah, go ahead.
0: Oh, I, I was just going to say really quickly that um, there is another part later. I'm not... I This is the problem when I read too many chapters ahead. Um, so I try not to. But Percy and... Ron get into a spat later about Jenny and about looking out for her best interests and I think that this is a very uh, quick little nod to how much the Wheezy's her older brothers look out for her and care about her because he it's like he bullied her because she knows she doesn't have the cold but for him he's like you don't look well you need to go like you probably have a cold obviously he doesn't know that she's being like
1: possessed
0: right possessed <laughs> but you know like yeah i just think that that's like a it, I, something to take note of because it will come up later um right and it's, just and it's also like just... while they're
1: also trying to like let her do her thing because obviously she's not around as much mm-hmm. um like i wonder if she even has like friends right now like i know she's really popular later on but this particular book because she's going through it with like her own insecurities, and then plus Voldemort, like, I don't know. I know, like, for me, when my siblings, so, like, I mentioned at one point that, like, I've, you know, like, we kind of switch off because we're kind of mm-hmm. close in, in, terms of going to school together. So, like, when I was a senior in high school, my brother was a freshman, and so when he first got to the school, we hung out. Like, he would hang out with me and my friends. And then when he was a junior in high school and my sister was a freshman, she would hang out with him and his friends until, like, you know, until they got there kind of footing and like yeah yeah got their own group of friends and like felt like stable in the in high school whereas like here they kind of just look out for Jenny, but they she's still and i think a part of it is that they know who she is regularly and so they're not worried about her in that way they're like oh she's fine she's probably Mm -hmm. like chilling with her friends and they don't want to be in her way but yeah percy at this moment is the only one who's really like paying attention to the fact that she looks weird and is like acting weird
0: other yeah, things. so they're yeah. trying to let her, you know, find her, like, get acclimated, like you said. And, um, it's also because the way that Hogwarts works, you're broken up, you know, they have double herbology with the the Hufflepuffs, you know, like, you're broken mm-hmm. up by your year, but also Classy, exactly. classes and stuff. So they're seeing her in the common room, they're seeing her at breakfast and at lunch and at dinner, probably. But, um... There is something to, like you said, like giving her her space and, make you know, and also they know, like Ron knows that she has this weird crush, like starstruck thing about Harry. Um, so he probably wants to, you know, a not, you know, and Harry's been there for a month. So they probably have like, she's been hiding away from Harry for that long. So he probably right. wants to like, you know, save her from. That and save Harry from that awkwardness too, you know. Like exactly. my sister has a, you know, whatever for you. Um, I do think though, it's on, it's honestly really interesting because I didn't think about this when I whenever I start a new school or start any new thing, I spend a lot of time by myself. You know, I huddle in the corner. I. Usually, like, same. eat lunch so by myself on a book. You don't
1: have an to take me to lunch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, I do have one, but we were different. Like, we were never in school together. You were so
1: far, yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean, in junior... I think in elementary school, we were together, and uh, we didn't even have the same lunch breaks or anything. Like, he couldn't, like, have we right. hang out with his friends. It was like, make sure you don't get on the bus with without her. Like, just make sure she's on the bus. Like, that was the only time he saw me. Mm-hmm. But there is, like... All at the same time, though, if we were, if it was you and me, you know, and you were sitting down with a book quietly, I would be like, that's how she p- copes or processes or, you know.
1: hmm
0: So, um, it's interesting because I don't know what, what, we don't know anything about Jenny as a younger person, so, but she did always seem kind of quieter, um... Well-
1: well, Ron says earlier that, like, it's weird that she's acting this way because she usually never shuts up. Just in general, she's usually, like, a more, like, yeah, vivacious person. And we even see her a little bit in, what's it called? Sorcerer's Stone. And she's just like, can I go see a mom? Like, she's, like, a regular kid. Um, yeah. And then after this, we see how so, she's, yeah, like, popular and, like, more, more outgoing, which I think is why, like, I feel like if she was initially introverted they would be less worried about her now or Percy would at Mm -hmm. least like Percy would because he's the one who like I said who's really paying the most the closest attention right now um yes like I think they would be less worried but if since she's technically like extroverted and it's supposed to be like more outgoing then I feel like that's why Percy's like what's going on
0: with you Mm -hmm. so yeah I just it's sad because and I think I totally uh, des- derailed your original point, but um, it's I'm just something to... I do what my
1: original point was. Yeah,
0: so. I know, That's so I'm going to move on, <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to take note that, like, um, Percy, like, we just take note that, of the fact that Percy is noticing Jenny and how she's looking and how she's feeling, and though she doesn't actually have a cold, she is looking pale. And there are mm-hmm. a lot of, like, asides that I didn't, I either don't remember taking note of, because I didn't have a podcast then, so you know I wasn't like actually right. writing and underlining. But there are a lot of parts where we get these like quick check-ins of Ginny that um, now that you like you know taking in all of our knowledge of the world, we know more about what she's actually going through in these moments, right? Um, especially like post Miss Norris and stuff like that. That you're just like.
1: Mm-hmm. She's oh. really going through it. Yeah. It's like not only is she like, because I think right in the next chapter I haven't read it yet, but isn't she like beside herself? Yeah, just and like, Ron's, like, so always, Ron's like she's and, always Ron's like she's always been a like, cat lover, but right, she but doesn't isn't know Fred are not and George like no? She was terrible. I haven't yeah. read it yet, but yeah, they're yeah, just yeah. like she was. She was horrible. Like don't feel bad. Like <laughs> you're totally fine. And she's just like no. But it's because she knows that she actually like attacked this.
0: It's like, not that she's a it. cat lover and she feels bad. Yeah, that it's not right, that she's it's a cat because lover she's, and she's like so that that I miss- did this. I did that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, raindrops the size of bullets thunder down on the castle and high, um, on the castle windows for days on end. The lake rose, flower beds turn muddy. Haggard's pumpkins swell to the size of garden sheds. Damn. Those pumpkins, man. <laughs> and yet, through all of this, Oliver Wood remains without chill. So, (laughs) his enthusiasm for regular training sessions had not dampened, um, which was why Harry could be found late one stormy Saturday afternoon, a few days before Halloween, returning to Gryffindor Tower drenched to the skin and splattered with mud. So, Fred and George, Uh, or even aside from the wind and the rain, it hadn't been a happy practice. Fred and George had been spying on the Slytherin team, hashtag Weasley Spygate. They're channeling their inner uh, patriots and had seen for themselves the speed of those new Nimbus 2001s. They reported the Slytherin team was no more than seven greenish blurs. Um, um, so as Harry's yeah. going up towards the castle, towards Gryffindor Castle, he crosses paths with nearly headless Nick, the ghost of Gryffindor Tower, who was staring morosely out of the windows, muttering under his breath, don't fulfill the requirements, half an inch, if that...
1: "Um, hello Nick," said Harry. "Hello, hello," said, said Nearly Headless Nick, um, starting and looking around. "Um, you look troubled, young Potter," said Nick. "So do you," said Harry. Ah, Nearly Headless Nick waved an elegant hand. "A matter of no importance. It's not as though I really wanted to join. Thought I thought I'd apply, but apparently I don't fulfill the aqu- the requirements. But you would think, wouldn't you?" Um, he erupted suddenly, subtly, pulling the letter back out of his pocket. "Is it a ghost letter?" I'm curious about I that. I think because so. Because can't pick up. That's so weird. They have, like, ghosts, like, objects Because he says, he
0: says a transparent letter as he spoke, so. Yeah, Did it's he? weird. Yeah, in the first. You look troubled, young Potter, said Nick, folding a transparent letter and tucking it inside Oh, the, I missed double. that
1: part. That's so yeah. weird. It's that's weird, Carl right? That's awesome, but it's weird. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you would think, wouldn't you, that getting hit 45 times in the neck with a blunt axe would qualify you to join the headless
0: hunt. Oh, oh yes, yes <laughs> said Harry.
1: <laughs> who was obviously supposed to agree.
0: <laughs> I mean he's is so damn choose, sweet.
1: He's like really <laughs> um what's the word? Um uh, i this isn't the word I was looking for, but he's like very aware of like Yeah. Or like cognizant of like people and what they clearly like
0: and the reaction mm-hmm. that he needs to give them to like exactly. help soothe them or you know like make them feel exactly
1: especially people who 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 aren't his like best friends if they're like his best friends he's like nah bro like you're tripping depending on situation but for anyone <laughs> yeah. else he's like oh okay yeah um, <laughs> he knows I mean the nobody wishes and he
0: gives it exactly <laughs> um,
1: I mean nobody wishes more than I do that it had all been quick and clean and my head had come off properly I mean it would have saved me a great deal of pain and ridicule however um he opens the letter and reads furiously um we can only accept huntsmen whose heads have parted complete parted company with their bodies you appreciate that it would be impossible otherwise for members to participate in hunt activities such as horseback head juggling and head polo it is with great the greatest regret therefore that i must inform you that you do not fulfill our requirements with very best wishes sir patrick delaney podmore um real quick because i'm reading uh, Order of the Phoenix. Um, I wonder if he's an ancestor to Sturgis Podmore, who's in the Order of the Phoenix. And then he, like, goes, I think he's one of the people who gets attacked at the Department of Mysteries or whatever. Ooh. And he, like, disappears and shit. Ooh. Yeah. Because I, like, I was reading it and he was just introduced, kind of, I guess, now a couple chapters where, before where I am. And so when I was reading this, I was like, I just read this last name. Um, that would be awesome. <laughs> even though Sir Patrick is an asshole.
0: Um <laughs> yes. Um, um half a skin an inch of, and inch of oh, sinew. Oh, half an inch of skin and sinew holding my neck on Harry. Most people would think that that's good and beheaded, but oh no. It's not enough for Sir properly decapitated Podmore. That is a sick burn. So. Um, <laughs> um, oh, I wrote shade. <laughs> I was <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> um so nearly had miss nick take several deep breaths and then said in a far calmer tone so what's bothering you anything i can do no said harry not unless you know where we can get seven seven free nimbus 2001s for our match against slit the rest of harry's sentence was drowned out by a high-pitched mewling from somewhere near his ankles he looked down and found himself gazing into a pair of lamp-like yellow eyes it was mrs norris the skeletal gray cat who was used by the Um, caretaker Argus Filch as a sort of deputy in his endless battle against the students
0: Um, you better get out of here Harry said Nick quickly but um, he's got the flu and some uh, he says Filch is not in a good mood he's got the flu and some third years accidentally plastered frog brains all over the ceiling in dungeon 5 he's been cleaning up all morning and if he sees you dripping mud right said Harry but he wasn't quick enough (laughs) eyes filch burst suddenly through a tapestry to harry's white weaving and looking wildly about for the rule breaker Um,
1: Filch he shouted oh um so he's drawn to the spot by the mysterious power that seemed to connect him with his foul cat like he like even though we'll, we'll find out literally in like two pages or whatever that he's a squib like or at least it's hinted at that he's a squib um there's some kind of weird connection, like magical connection between him and uh, Mrs. Norris. That's like really interesting.
0: Um, Joe has written that Mrs. Nor- Mrs. Norris is a familiar, which is sort of like a magical. Um, she doesn't use them. It's the only place where uh, it's used. But she says, and I don't think she says that Miss Norris is a familiar, but she but is it's like, like
1: a similar, the closest
0: thing, yeah, yeah. to it. Because um, it's the only place that she actually uses this in. The world, so she doesn't really include this kind of magic in her world. But the right. idea that they are very connected, and that um, Mrs. Norris is able to like really—it's it, more than just a pet owner relationship. It's more of a friend-to-friend relationship, and she's able to really be connected to Filch. And so he always—it's kind of like I think I, I like to think about like the magic that twins have. Which, if you ever talk to twins or if you're a twin, like I'm so fascinated with twin magic. Because um, I have two cousins, I we haven't we have aunts that are twins, which they're like the worst twins ever, though. But I have they two <laughs> two younger cousins who are twins, and they like just know each other's moods. They're very like clued in. So if the, even if there's like a best friend or something, and they're outwardly showing happy, but you like can look at them and you're like something's off, and I know it, and you can't mm-hmm. tell me otherwise because I know you that well. That's the kind of relationship that. Phil Chaz with Mrs. Mm -hmm. Norris, and I think that's why he kind of senses where she is. It's not like this um, black and white kind of magic that you would learn, it's just this kind of like they're very clued into each other's souls. Exactly. Yeah. So, Um, which sucks because they're also terrible, so. (laughs) <laughs> it would be great if they were like so happy and loving and like exactly. nice people, and but great people, but they're crappy not. Cool. people can also have, you know, crappy I mean, we'll find out in a little <laughs>
1: bit why Filch kind of is the way that he is. Um yeah. But which is um, also another thing. Yeah. Um Filch he shouted, um mess and muck everywhere. I've had enough of it. I I tell you, follow me, Potter. Um so Harry like waves gloomily to nearly headless Nick, and follows Filch back downstairs, doubling the number of muddy footprints on the floor. Um, He goes inside Filch's office, um, a room that is dingy, um, windowless, lit by a single oil lamp dangling from the low low ceiling. A faint smell of fried fish lingers about the place. Um, I had to underline
0: that. Sorry. Uh uh, I had to underline the faint smell of fried fish because that's a black thing.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, just
0: like old black but, man. <laughs> Wonder um, if he can also smell collard greens. Sorry. Go right. Ahead.
1: <laughs> I'm not claiming Filch though. Um, no, I'm not
0: claiming. I'm not no. No, no but he no, could no, be. No. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that's like an old. It's like it an is. old man. No, it totally
1: is. When I said fried, <laughs> when I smelled, when I like saw fried fish, I was like, but fried fish smells good though. Um. But, okay. <laughs> um. So wooden filing cab- cabinets stood around the walls from their labels. Carrie could see, um, that they contained details of every pupil Filch had ever punished. Fred and George Weasley had an entire drawer to themselves. I'm not, I'm like, you know the Goals. Marauders have a whole ass, like, wow. cabinet. He, he, they have more than one cabinet. They have to. And there's, like, a minute, moment in Half-Blood Prince after, like, my least favorite chapter of the entire series, um, second and second <laughs> when he gets, um, I just hate, oh my god. Anyway, um, when he's, like, putting attention and he has to, like... And Snape is, like, has him going through the files and, like, recopying them or whatever. Um, and they're, like, a bunch of... And it says something, like, oh, now I need to find it. Sorry.
0: Oh, it's... God. Here we go. Sorry. It, it...
1: I know... I feel like I know where it is. I'm, like... I don't know, like, exact pages on these books. But I... It, like...
0: These books it's are, here. by honest, familiar. And she's clued into them. And they talk to her soul. <laughs> and so she like, knows... Because I'm, like, I know...
1: Like, she, like, can feel her way. Specifically,
0: um, she can feel her way to the spot that she needs to be watched as she opens a brand Well, because new I book know,
1: like, it's not specifically, like, one chapter. Sometimes I know the name of the chapter, or sometimes I know, like, the chapter after it, if that makes sense. Maybe it doesn't. Okay,
0: but I want to say, while she's looking for this, yeah, that go ahead. having an entire drawer to themselves, I wrote a smiley face and put goals. Hashtag Goals. Squad goals, life goals, all the goals. Because, and I'm not here yet. It's something that I'm kind of working on. But even if there's someone terrible and they don't like me, I feel bad about it. Like, I want them to like me or whatever. But when there's someone terrible like Filch and you make their job harder, it's, like, nice, right? It's, like, it's this little Mm -hmm. moral victory that Fred and George have taken it upon themselves to stand in for the student body and say, if you're going to be terrible to us, well... Let's make you work for it. Let's like, if you're gonna hate us, let's give you a reason to hate us. Therefore, here's a drawer full of things. She found it. Okay,
1: I found it. It actually (laughs) was in Sectum Sempera. I forget these chapters are like longer than other ones. Anyway, um, what's funny is at the end of this. Sorry, never mind. I'm not even gonna get into that. So, um, no. They go to he goes down to snape's office and um snape says mr filch has been looking for someone to clear out these old files they are the records of other hogwarts wrongdoers and their punishments where the ink has grown faint where the cards have stuff have suffered damage from mice we would like you to copy out the crimes and punishments afresh and make sure that um, they are in alphabetical order replacing them in boxes you will not use magic um i thought you could stop start with boxes 1012 to 1056 Um, you will find some familiar names in there which should add interest to the task. Um, Here, you see, which is like, we're just reading Snape being horrible, although in this moment Uh he's justified. Um, (laughs) He's totally justified. Um, He pulled out a card in one of the topmost boxes with a flourish and read: James Potter and Sirius Black apprehended using an illegal hex upon Bertram Aubrey, Aubrey's head twice normal size, double detention. It must be such a comfort to think that, though they are gone, a record of their great achievement remains. (laughs) Sorry, I, I, like... Pictured that as Alan Rickman saying that. Um, Oh. So, yeah. So, it's like he's... So, as he's going through, he just, like... See, so they have, like, hella... They have lots of records. Although, maybe it's so many at this point that they're put somewhere else. Since the boxes were... Since, like, they're... You know what I mean? Like, however long ago... They went to that school, what, like, 20 years? No. Almost 20 years ago? Mm Mm-hmm. Less than that, but almost 20 years ago, so... his spot is not that um, big so there's probably like another room where he just like keeps all his records of wrongdoers that sucks they need computers in Hogwarts that would have been really easy to redo
0: (laughs) (laughs) and every time I'm just like but there's an easier way fam like even when even Even without magic without computers there were microfiche Right, Like, the thing, you just take the picture, like, I had to do it, it sucked, but if you go, like, there's only so many, like, things that have been archived on a computer, so at a certain point, like, when you're looking at, like, historical stuff, you have to go to the microfiche, where they literally just took a picture of a page, (laughs) and then you scroll through, and it's like, but still... It's not handwritten and it doesn't go bad. It's mm-hmm. it's old and it could be easier, but it's there. Magic um, is interesting. I mean, I yeah, and it's I whatever. also kind of love magic because the the reason why Filch sh- is in such a bad mood is because third years accidentally plastered frog brains all over the ceiling in dungeon five. Like right. they were like, I need to know that story, but also like it wasn't like they were doing it on purpose. They were, you know, learning. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right, um, so
1: um, Filch grabs a quill from the pot on his desk and begins shuffling around looking for apartment. Dung! He murdered uh, furiously. Great sizzling dragon bogies, frog rains, rat intestines. I've had enough of it. Make an example. Where's the form? Yes. So he's not even like he's like mad at Harry, but he's just mad at like all these pent up things. Which I think like while he's Filch is mad terrible, at his life
0: a lot of life. Right.
1: While Filch is terrible, like it's because he's such he's like he's had a horrible and it's like not in the same way that Snape has. Um, while I think some things with Filch are like extreme, like you, sh- regardless of like how your life is going, you shouldn't have a desire to string up kids by their ankles on the ceiling. Um, that's like really intense and like extreme, but he, there's so many things. So like we, he's just kind of, um, he's, he's resentful that he can't use magic. And that he's in a place where like, that's all that's happening. And there's all these people like learning this... magic, like how to do magic and he can't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, on top of him having to clean up an entire magical castle and like keep it tidy and then people not really respecting his authority. There's like a lot um, piled onto that.
0: This goes into who I benched and I think it's uh, chapter 10 but it's like this pent-up because I read, I like went ahead unfortunately but it's a pent-up thing from chapters 8, 9, and 10 to who I finally benched in chapter 10 because mm-hmm. I think I agree. I understand that this is hard for you, and that also you're you're you want to be a part of this world so bad, so you chose to like work here. But also, like that's not anyone's fault but your own. Like the one squib that we found out about recently, the famous. Um, Scottish rugby player, like, who went mm-hmm. off and, like, made a life for himself and, like, didn't get... You know, it's, like, it's not... Harry is not the reason why you're a squib. You're a squib before Harry. You'll be a squid oh, yeah, after Harry leaves. Like, these kids, like, are not the problem, and so...
1: No, of course not, and I think sh- that, like... You cannot
0: be allowed to take it out on them. You, sh- you
1: can't. I'll be out... Like, absolutely not, but I think that <laughs> all I'm saying for this is, like, not to make excuses, I'm just saying, like, No, but I understand the- what you're saying. <laughs> these like, are, like, his... But ba- you know, like it's just that reasons, yeah. Exactly. It's Whether back- they're no, like valid total... or not. And then I also think a... that, um I also think like again, we do see other like we see like Mrs. Fagg and we see like other examples of squibs, um, who are able to, you know, do them <laughs> versus like yeah. being Yeah, versus being like Felch. There,
0: there is something He also killed
1: think... he also killed Robin Catelyn Stark, so No, he him. didn't
0: he did he didn't he literally didn't (laughs) he he literally couldn't have so okay okay anyway um
1: name harry potter crime it was only a bit of mud said harry it's only a bit of mud to you boy but to me it's an extra hour of scrubbing um crime befouling the castle suggested sentence um, dabbing at his streaming nose, Filch squinted unpleasantly at Harry, who waited with bated breath for his sentence to fall. So he couldn't get some pepper-up potion? Maybe he's right. too proud to go to Madame Pomfrey, but he should have done that. Um, but as Filch lowered his coil there was a great bang on the ceiling of the office, which made the oil lamp rattle. Peeves! Filch roared. I'll have you this time. I'll have you. I mean, yeah, that also can't be easy. Like, you are dealing with all these kids, and then also Peeves, who, like, antagonizes you for... Whatever reason he comes up with.
0: Because it's his Again, job. not
1: excuses, not excuses, but it's just like, if I was not magical Under... and I had to run around after Peeves, I would, like, I don't know. I would quit my job. Not probably.
0: excuses, but it is a, it's a, like, cause of Peeves foundation. already gives, like,
1: magical people trouble because there were other caretakers before Filch
0: who yeah. were
1: wizards and witches and they had to deal with Peeves and that shit was, like, probably drove them to an early grave. And now Filch is, like, I doesn't mean, have any magic you're looking... at all. Even, and Peach probably knows that too.
0: And even Hagrid. Like Hagrid is a caretaker, um, the outside of well, the Hawk yeah. Castle. But, you know, like he's he keeps the keeper of the grounds or whatever, but mm-hmm. um it's the same kind of like caretaking type of thing. And he also not the same way, he's able to do some magic, but he got his ability of magic stripped away from him. But he right. doesn't React the same way. So yeah, it's no. not an excuse. It's just he like, also a will part be sneaky, Loki.
1: <laughs> Hagrid also be
0: sneaky he he be on the low. Yeah, that's true. With his, <laughs> With his little umbrella, his, his garden shed size pumpkin. Right.
1: <laughs> I mean, and like he also loves his. I think the other thing is like he loves his job. I wonder what filter. I kind of want to know more about filter's backstory, like how he ended up at Hogwarts. Like I'm sure part of it was just Dumbledore being like Dumbledore and being like, yeah, you could have a he job. He asked, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He definitely asked, but I definitely, you definitely get the sense that. Um, Hagrid loves his job more than Filch obviously especially because he gets to like be out with like all the magical creatures and that's like his shit basically he loves that and then he likes kids so they're like fundamentally different people but also with very like similar situations
0: yeah and I'm like as we're talking about I'm hearing a post forming in my brain about all of these kind of stunted adolescents in a way and like Hagrid is stunted but like in a
1: happier way I need a post for Tuesday shit no, I'm not going to take that from you. That's a really good one. <laughs> that's a very good one. You need to write that.
0: I do. I mean, I'm tempted to give it to you because I'm still stuck on these stupid movies right now. But so I mean, it's we not going to come from for talk a while. About Harry Potter. Yeah. I mean, that's what,
1: what I'm Harry saying. Potter I'm like, this,
0: if, if I write it, it's going to be down the road. But if you need a post. Anywho, that's either here. Nah, we, are, this, we got a podcast again. We're not even mm-hmm. through this. So... Um, he runs out of the room without a backwards glance at Harry. Peeves, the school protagonist, a grinning airborne menace, I love that, who lived to <laughs> cause chaos and chaos, and chaos. who lived to cause havoc and distress. Harry didn't much like Peeves, but couldn't help feeling grateful for his timing. Thinking he should probably wait for Filch to come back, Harry sank into the moth-eating chair next to the desk. There was only one thing on it apart from his half-completed form. A large, glossy purple envelope with silver lettering on the front with a quick glance at the door to check that Filch wasn't on his way back. Harry picked up the envelope and read, Quick Spell, a correspondence course in beginner's magic. I was struck by how early in this series we learned that he was a squib. I didn't... Yeah. I don't know why I thought that it came later. But it's, like, really quick. Like, it's chapter eight of the second book. Like, we have more chapters to come. And so, Mm -hmm. um...
1: I think it's a good way to, like, it introduces the concept of a squid because it comes up later on in, like, more throwaway ways. But
0: mm -hmm. in this moment,
1: it kind of makes sense. Also, can we just talk about Harry? You need to stay in your fucking. You can't read mail. That's illegal. The head can't read other people's mail. Illegal. This is like 11-year-old Literally. Harry coming back. This is like 11-year-old Harry coming back real quick. Like, ooh, what's this? I'm going to figure it out. Like, no. <laughs> that's somebody's private information. Like, you shouldn't... I, like, you can look at it. You can see, oh, look, there's an l- envelope. You don't pick it up. What the fuck?
0: What's wrong with and you? I would have given him... I would have given him a pass if he had not... If he didn't have to pick it up to tell that it was a quick spell course. Because if he would have seen quick spell... of. Correspondence courts and beginners magic. Like, if he could have read that from where his position was, right? Then maybe, as being a muggle raised wizard, his curiosity got the better of him, and it's not right. an excuse, like we said, but it's an explanation to his behavior. Right. This is just Harry being nosy and so all of his business. Yeah,
1: that's just disrespectful. As much as, like, I don't mess with filch, what the heck, Harry?
0: And it literally it says the next thing, intrigued. Harry flipped the envelope flipped the envelope open and pulled out a sheath of parchment inside. It's like You heck? should have been intrigued. No. You shouldn't have been. You should have okay. not have been.
1: You deserved attention for this, even though you're not gonna get it. Yeah. He never so, gets it for the stuff he really deserves it for. Except Sectum really, Sempra. Seriously doesn't. Except well, Sectrum yeah. Sempra. But yeah. He he deserved that shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> we he know really we deserved we it. Both, we will get there. Hold we'll on to that there. feeling. Um, so, <laughs> feel out of step in the world of modern magic. Find yourself making excuses to perf- not to perform simple spells. Ever been taunted for your woeful wand work? There is an answer. Quick Spell is an all-new fail-safe, quick result, easy learn course. Hundreds of witches and wizards have benefited from the Quick Spell method. And then there are some—I don't know what they're called—like testimonies of how Quick Spell has helped these other witches and wizards. I will Mm. say though, um, quick spell seems like something that Gilderoy Lockhart would need. Like, you know, like to do, like, how not to remove the bones in someone's arm and just fix it. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, this isn't
1: for squids. It's for people who, like, have it. It's probably for, have weak magical ability, or it could be for people who are homeschooled. That might work. You know what I mean? Like we were talking about. But, like,
0: even like crab or something like that, where it gives you, like, it helps you learn quickly some passable magic and stuff like exactly. that. that. My thing um, is, like,
1: this first testimony, talking about now after a quick spell course, I am the center of attention at parties, and friends beg for a recipe of my scintillation solution. I'm like, really? That's why you need to learn magic? So you can be the attention of parties? That's cool. That's weird. You need to get your priorities right. But bro. I love
0: the uh, Warlock D.I. Prod of Didsbury says, my oh, wife yeah. used to... S- Sneer at my feeble charms, but one month into your fabulous quick course, and I succeeded in turning her into a yak. Thank you, quick spell. <laughs> like no, sir,
1: sir. <laughs> like you can just return people. A, a divorce. Yes. A divorce
0: is an option. Yeah, exactly. You know, or just you know, like you show her that your your charm work has gotten much better. Like, look, but you don't I even can turn, turn her
1: into a yak.
0: I can turn the couch into a yak. Right, but. No, sir, <laughs> you cannot turn your wife into a yak. You can't. You cannot. You can't do it. It's um, not okay. Mr. Barty Crouch, thinking that you're Mad Eye Moody, you can't turn students into ferrets. And Mr. No. Warlock, prod of Didsburg, you cannot. Didsbury, you can't turn your wife into a yak. It's unacceptable. No,
1: it is. Totally
0: unacceptable. See a um, lawyer, get a divorce, don't turn someone into a yak
1: fascinated harry thumbed through the rest of the envelope's contents why on earth did filch want a quick spell course did he mean that it did it, did this mean he wasn't a proper wizard harry was just reading lesson one holding your wand some useful tips for why when shuffling um footsteps outside told him filch was coming back stuffing the parchment back into the envelope he threw it back onto the desk just as the door opened um that vanishing cabinet was extremely valuable hey uh-huh. um, <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> we'll have peeves out this oh wait so that he's the one who broke it shit that's even more ha. Uh-huh. because you know later when like oh, um, peeves broke it yeah that vanishing cabinet was extremely valuable um we'll have peeves out this time my sweet so yeah so he's the one who broke it because you know in order of the phoenix at some point fred and george push was it marcus flint i don't know if it was flint it was somebody else they pu- he, mm-hmm. he gets pushed into the vanishing cabinet and then he gets stuck because it was broken, and then Draco has to fix it. Yeah, so that's a, that's so Peeves broke it. Good job, Peeves. Ah. You stopped Ah-ha. the attack for a little bit longer.
0: A little bit. Um, so he, his eyes fell on Harry and then darted to the quick spot envelope, which Harry realized too late was lying two feet from where it had started. Filch's face went pasty or filch's pasty face went brick red have you did you read he sputtered no harry lied quickly filch's knobbly hands were twisted together if i thought you read my private not that it's mine for a friend be that as it may however harry was staring at him alarmed filch never looked madder his eyes were popping a tick was going in one of his pouchy cheeks, Mm -hmm. and the tartan scarf didn't help very well Go and don't read the word. Not that, however, if you did, if you didn't read, go now. I have to write up Peeth's report. Go, and it's like he should be mad, Harry, because you oh, read yeah. his stuff, and that's a crazy invasion of privacy. Remember how you felt when Hermione like told someone that you got a broom and you didn't know who it was from. Remember how you felt when well, like, he you doesn't reckon... remember
1: that stuff because that's you know.
0: Oh you yeah, know that later. hasn't happened. Tiny
1: <laughs> Heine, listen, listen, remember how
0: you felt when Uncle Vernon was taking your mail and then you had letters coming and someone wouldn't mm-hmm. let you read them? Exactly. I read them before you did? That just happened. reading
1: people's letters. Who does that? Rude. Who so, that does that? Um, He's been with the Dursleys for too long, man.
0: He really has. Um, Amazed by his luck, and to escape Filch's office without punishment was probably some kind of school record. Harry did it work, nearly had the next time Came gliding out of a classroom behind him, and he could see the wreckage of a large black and gold cabinet that appeared to be dropped from a great height. Aha! Aha! Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Was that you? said Harry gratefully. Yeah, it worked. I didn't even get detention. Thanks, Nick. I'm like, look at Gryffindors looking out for Gryffindors looking out for Gryffindors. Yeah. You know, because if Uh, Steve was an actual person, he would have probably been a Gryffindor.
1: Yeah, probably. They set off up the corridor together. Nearly Headless Nick, Harry noticed, was still holding Sir Patrick's rejection letter. I wish there was something I could do for you about the Headless Hunt, Harry said. Um, Which is sweet, even though you just got through being a terrible person. Um, Nearly Headless Nick stopped in his tracks, and Harry walked right through him. He wished he hadn't. It was like stepping through an icy shower. But there is something you can do for me, said Nick excitedly. Harry, would I be asking too much? But no, you wouldn't want. What is it? Well, this Halloween will be my 500th death day. Oh. Oh. Said Harry, Time not sure out. whether he should look sorry or happy about this.
0: What? Time out. I want y'all to celebrate my death day. Forget the birthday stuff. <laughs> I want it. I want people to celebrate my death day.
1: You know why this doesn't
0: make Especially any sense? Especially if I go out in a blaze of glory. You know
1: why you're being? You know why you're being hypocrite Especially. right now?
0: Especially, cause you
1: won't celebrate Michael Jackson's death day.
0: Oh fuck no! I get was getting mad sad. At Yes. It's, it's not to gonna, be sad when I'm you die. Going, what the heck? Because I'm gonna go out in the blaze of glory. I'm going out big. I'm Making it memorable you don't make
1: sense. You don't make sense.
0: I don't have to make sense. I'm holding a party down, down at the claw. You don't make
1: sense. Um, I'm holding a party holding down a party in one of the one of dungeons. dungeons. I just read it. <laughs> okay (laughs) friends will be coming all over the country uh from all over the country it would be such an honor if you would attend mr weasley and miss granger would be most welcome too of course but i dare say you'd rather go to the school feast yes you would no said (laughs) harry quickly (laughs) i'll come (laughs) my dear boy harry potter at my death day party and do you think you could possibly mention to sir patrick how very frightening and oppressive you find me of of course said harry Uh, nearly headless nick um beamed at him sorry Ooh, okay. Um, a death day party," said Hermione. "I bet there haven't there aren't many living people who can say they've been to one of those. It'll be
0: fascinating. Why would anyone want to celebrate Time the day they died?
1: Uh, what? Yes, 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 yes.
0: I just want to point this out. Last week, I got a little bit of flack for saying that I would love like to attended to attend a dark arts class, or I find like clan rallies fascinating, or whatever. I just wanna make it known that Hermione also does because anthropology, you just wanna see. You wanna be in death these...
1: day party, that's not a place where bigots learn. Like what the
0: You wanna be into you wanna be you wanna into all. a closed space and no. see what these closed communities look like. I wanna see not the same thing. if I could, if I could go hang out with a couple of dead people and see how they how they do deaths, how death works, yeah, then I wanna go. No, but it's all anthropology. It's all no. about immersing yourself in the culture. No, and me and Hermione, we, we she no. gets it. I get it. No,
1: I don't think I've ever read anything where she said that she would like to go to a dark arts class and or a clan rally. What the heck? No. No. Okay, back to what we're doing. Um, why would anyone want to celebrate lovers. the day? you said, why would anyone want to celebrate the day they died um sounds dead depressing to me um oh so they're um they're in the common room um it's still raining um the firelight glowed over the countless squashy armchairs where people sat reading talking doing homework or in fred in the case of fred and george weasley trying to find out what would happen if you fed a filibuster firework to a salamander that sounds terrible That sounds really morbid. I mean, we find out that it's cool because it's a a fire-dwelling lizard from Care of Magical Creatures, but it just seems like a terrible thing to do because what if it died? What's going on with you, Fred and George?
0: It is animal cruelty. Who does that? That's what I'm saying.
1: Who does that? (laughs) That's a little extra. Like, that's not... That's gone from being, like, um... That's gone from being, um... What's it called? Like... Interest, you know what I mean, like a chokes a trickster, and like being funny to being like that's horrible. Like <laughs> you can't just feed that's some di-
0: that's like, some. Are you can't you feed gonna fireworks become... to animals. Like what yeah, the heck? that's some art. Are you gonna become a mass killer, su- suicide, suicide, Not suicide. Right. But um, yeah, some like serial killer type stuff. Don't don't torture animals just to see what happens. What happens?
1: What the heck? Who does no. that? Okay a lot that of people is just science. doing weird things. <laughs> um, Harry was at the point of telling Ron and Hermione about Filch and the quick spell course when the salamander suddenly whizzed into the air, emitting loud sparks and bangs as it whirled wildly around the room. The sight of Percy bellowing, bellowing himself hoarse at Fred and George, as he should, the spectacular display of tangerine stars showering from the salamander's mouth and its escape into the fire with accompanying, with accompanying explosions. So I'm like, it's okay, yay, it's good. <laughs> Um, drove both Filch and the Quickspell envelope from Harry's mind. Which is good. He shouldn't be telling people uh, Filch's business.
0: It, right? Like, you already gonna read his mail and then you gonna tell the world about it? Harry. Mm-mm. It's not a way to live, bruh. Yeah. By the There's time Halloween ways. arrived...
1: It's a problem. Um, by the time Halloween arrived, um, Harry was regretting his rash promise to go to the death day party. The rest of the school was happily anticipating their ho- their Halloween feast, the Great Hall had been decorated with the usual live bats. Hagrid's vast pumpkins had been carved into lanterns large enough for three men to sit in. And there were rumors that Dumbledore had booked a troop of dancing skeletons for entertainment. Damn, they go all out for their parties. Um, right? A promise also, is a totally promise. want to
0: sit in those.
1: In the pumpkin? Hell yeah. Take yeah. pictures like a photo booth. They should have a pumpkin photo booth. Um,
0: but also, the, pro- another thing, like... Live bats, though, dude. Like you, why? They're droppings all over the food. Why? That's
1: true. That reminds why? me of what spy, um, that the movie Spy. Oh where yeah, they, like <laughs> just like they have like rats and bats and shit, just like all in their office, which was gross. Anyway, um a promise is a promise. Hermione reminded Harry bossily. "You said you'd go to the Death Day party,
0: which is like you know, Hermione." Mm-hmm. Um, so
1: they go down. Toward the dungeons, the passageway but they also leading... could have
0: grabbed some food and been, fa- been fashionably late. They
1: could have gone. Yeah, yeah that's that's true. Um, the passageway leading to just... Nearly Headless Nick's party had been lined with candles too, though the effect was far le- far from cheerful. These were long, thin, jet black tapers, all burning bright blue, casting a dim, ghostly light even over their own living faces. Um, the temperature dropped with every step they took. As Harry shivered and drew his robes tightly around him, he heard what sounded like a thousand fingernails scraping on an enormous blackboard. Um, is that supposed to be music? Ron whispered. They turned a (laughs) corner and saw nearly headless Nick standing at a doorway hung with black velvet drapes. So there's, like, a thing that I want to- I'm curious about. I- like, do they not remember what it was like to be alive? So they don't remember what, like, real music sounds? Because, like, they hang out in the, in, like, the living world. So I'm curious if, like, their yeah. ears are different and, like, their, you know what I mean? Like, their ears and, like, their taste. Well,
0: you see with the, f- you see with the food and stuff, like, um, th- they need, they need it to be stronger, right? So they probably Right, that's what can... Hermione said, I think. Ooh, yeah. I have a Harry Potter here. Sorry. Um, I'm just looking at my books, so and there's like a stray Harry Potter book. Anyway, <laughs> um, what were they saying? Oh, they need uh, they need it to be probably like at a higher pitch to be enjoyable for them. But it sound it's like dog whistles and stuff, right? Like things that we can't hear, but mm. like they can. So it probably sounds nicer to their ears. It's weird. I'm making the up, but well, it's interesting. I mean, I just think that no, that...
1: it's totally interesting, but it's weird at the same time. Um, yeah,
0: agreed.
1: So um, Nick like welcomes them to the party. Um, it was incredible. It was an incredible sight. The dungeon was full of hundreds of pearly white, translucent people, um, mostly drifting around a crowded dance floor, waltzing to a dreadful, quavering sound of thirty musical saws. What the fuck? Um, sorry, mm-hmm. played by an orchestra on the raised. Black draped platform. A chandelier overhead blazed midnight blue with a thousand more black candles. Their breath rose in a mist before them. It was like stepping into a freezer. Wow. Like stepping into my room when the heat's not on. Um, <laughs> maybe I have ghosts in my room. Probably. Probably I have a ghost
0: in my fridge. Maybe that's why my
1: fridge stays so cool. Right. I mean, my Five. room always feels like a fridge. And <laughs> one time a bunch of books like just fell out of nowhere and while it could have been gravity, I choose to believe it was a ghost who knocked it down. Um, and I think I found something. I, mean, I found my comb. Because I randomly put my comb on top of my books, like, at the top of my closet. And I think it was for, like, a really quick thing. And so then I was searching for it for hell long. And so I think it's a friendly ghost because I was able to find my comb again. Um, so shout out I to was the about to be like, in my room. I was
0: I was about to be like, you're blaming a ghost for stuff that Ami all... Ah, ah obviously did but then you were like i put it really high up and I was like, it was oh, hella high up and so like it was enough. so it was
1: so it was like in a place where i would never put a comb <laughs> you know what i mean like it was just yeah. like why so it fell and i looked and it was like in my closet i looked and my comb was on the floor and i was like oh
0: they're looking out for you
1: <laughs> yeah so good looking out ghost um okay um shall we look around harry suggested careful not to walk through anyone said ron nervously Um, so they walk past all these ghosts. Um oh no, said Hermione, stooping abrupt stopping abruptly. Turn back, turn back. I don't want to talk to moaning Myrtle. Who, um, said Harry, as they backtracked quickly. She haunts one of the toilets in the girls' bathroom on the first floor. She haunts a toilet? Yes, it's been out of order all year because she keeps having tantrums and flooding the place. I never went in there anyway if I could avoid it. It's awful trying to pee with her wailing at you. I'm curious. Um because it's just particular, Like, she's already haunting the toilet, but it's this particular year where she's, like, just shut the bathroom, the entire bathroom down. I wonder if mm-hmm. she knows that it's, like, the 50th anniversary of her death. And that's why she's I mean, just, like, struggling. Or if it's just, it like, regular be. Myrtle stuff. But it seems like it's extra. Com- like, from what Hermione's saying now, it seems like it's a little extra.
0: Yeah, it's been out of order all year, but she never went in there, like, last year because she was exactly. there. I think it might be that, but it might also be that she, like is being disturbed by the chamber, like, like all of mm. these, like, things reoccurring. It's oh, opening, like, it's not, yeah. It's not that it's the, not, or not just that it's the 50th anniversary of her death, but also that um, all of the things that, like, happened before that led up to her death are happening, so it's, like, just, she's just more sensitive to that. Right.
1: right. Um, um. Yeah, it's interesting.
0: But yeah, this um, is our first look at Moaning Myrtle, and she becomes very Important. Big part of important, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Of this story, Um, and then she just is, like, another character to make Hogwarts seem like the coolest place. Ever. Or maybe not Um, the coolest place, but, like, a very interesting place.
1: (laughs) Right. Um, Look, food, said Ron. Um, So they go over to the other side, but they stopped in their tracks, um, horrified. The smell was quite disgusting. Large rotten fish were laid on handsome silver plates. Cakes burned charcoal black were heaped on salvers. (laughs) And there was a great maggoty Haggis, a slab of cheese covered in furry green mould, and in the pride of a place, um in pride of place an enormous grey cake in the shape of a tombstone, with tar like icing forming the words Sir Nicholas de Mimsey Porpington died thirty first October, fourteen ninety two. I'm curious I'm sure like Hagrid, I mean not Hagrid, Dumbledore was like probably provided all this stuff <laughs> in the house well really like in form of the house elves. Not. Dumbledore, yeah, he just, actually.
0: well, he probably was just like, you can go for do it. This. Like, find yeah. off on it. hmm um, um, I need someone to write some fanfic about Sir Nicholas de Mimsy Porpington, because he died in 1492. That was so long ago. Well,
1: yeah, he was, like, beheaded. What did he do? Oh, crap. 500 like years ago. Isn't it? In, he was um, beheaded and they
0: didn't have the right, um...
1: Yeah, it was, like, a blunt axe. It was but a dull blade. I if... Oh, no, just Sir Kadagan. Whatever. Yeah. Or maybe if I look... No. Okay, he's not on Pottermore. Whatever.
0: That's cool. Yeah, but we <laughs> need him. I need him. So, yeah, he should be on because Potter- um, I,
1: I feel like I've read somewhere, like, his... Maybe it's just in the book and he mentioned it at some point. Um, yeah. I don't know. Um, okay. So, Harry watched in amazement... Oh, wait. Okay. Harry watched Amazed as a portly-grossed approached the table, crouched low, and walked through it. His mouth held wide so that it it passed through one of the stinking salmon. Can you taste it if you walk through it? Harry asked him. Almost, said the boy sadly, and he drifted away. That's so sad. Um, I understand that, like, they don't need to eat, but, like, food is good, man.
0: It's such a, and it's also such, like, a social thing, so you can't really have a party without food, or, you know, like, it's, like, it's, and it's, emotional and yeah food is yeah. everything food is great let's give it. Give a moment of silence for food good all right my dad <laughs> made me pancakes and bacon this morning and it was lit awesome my i sister didn't even made know my dad smoothie. knew how to make pancakes <laughs> <laughs> and my the first one me... was just like
1: that's great that's hella funny yeah my yeah. sister made me a smoothie it was good i'm so hungry yeah I'm she like, did i need to eat some uh like bread or some shit. Probably not bread, but I'm gonna eat bread anyway. Um, pancakes. <laughs> I love bread. <laughs> I actually made I pancakes love- a couple hey, days ago,
0: and they were. so Oprah good. told us, like, don't. We love bread. Don't deny yourself bread. bread. I'm not. And I don't. Oprah. Does, Oprah eats bread now. She just eats it in moderation on Weight Watchers. This is not a plug for Weight Watchers. But all I. Oh most, no! But I I've done from that before. commercial was
1: that you could still eat bread yeah I've <laughs> I've I've done Weight Watchers before it was cool I just you have to I don't know I decided I didn't feel like doing math anymore so I stopped doing it that was pretty much what right happened. that
0: is my biggest that's my biggest and it's actually not even Watchers. difficult
1: math it's literally just like it's added it's not difficult at all I just had them I don't know sometimes you like are in it you're on and off when it comes to like that kind of stuff anyway back to harry potter um can we move i feel sick said ron um they barely turned around however when a little man swooped suddenly um from under the table and came to a halt in midair before them hello peeves said harry cautiously um so peeves offers them a bowl of peanuts covered in fungus (laughs) no thanks said hermione heard you talking about poor myrtle rude you was about poor myrtle um, he took a deep breath and bellowed, Oi, Myrtle, you can be petty peeves if you want. Peeves is petty as fuck for no reason.
0: Um. That's true, but.
1: Oh no. <laughs> oh no, is, Peeves. But he's petty he's for just, a
0: reason. His reason is mean. that he's a poltergeist.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Um. Uh, pimple, pimple, oh no, pimple. Peeves. Don't tell her what I said. She'll be really upset, Hermione whispered frantically. I didn't mean it. I don't mean her. I didn't, I don't mind her. Or, er, hello, Myrtle. A squat, the squat ghost of a girl had glided over. She had the glummest face Harry had ever seen, half hidden behind lank hair and thick, pearly spectacles. What? She said sulkily. How are you, Myrtle? It's nice to see you out of the toilet. Um, Myrtle sniffed. Miss Granger was just talking about you, said Peeves. Just saying, saying how nice you look tonight, said Hermione. Myrtle eyed Hermione suspiciously. You're making fun of me, she said, silver tears welling rapidly in her- Wait, can I finish the sentence? no damn okay fine i'll go to the next one no honestly basically she starts to cry um no honestly didn't i say how nice myrtle's looking said hermione nudging harry and ron painfully in the ribs oh yeah she did don't lie to me myrtle gasped yes tears now flooding down her i face. am myrtle sorry
0: <laughs> uh, can i think- go ahead I am Myrtle. Let anyone give me a compliment or I walk up and they smile at me and I'm like, mm, y'all were talking about me. I know you were. I feel it. I feel it in my bones. <laughs> it's true. I am so Myrtle. I One of my friends, who is now one of my really good friends, like she started to like ask me to go to lunch with her all the time when we were working together. Like, all of a sudden I turned around and she's like, hey, you want to go to lunch? Hey, what are you doing? Hey, you want me to give you a ride home? And I'm like, what are you are you gonna kill me are you fucking with me what is happening no one <laughs> no one treats anyone this way right and my brother was like maybe she wants to be your friend and i was like that's weird that's weird you have to admit that that's weird who just asked to be someone like who wants to be someone's friend weirdos so yeah. i get your skepticism myrtle and it was founded it's well founded people are mean and terrible. Yeah,
1: people are mean. That's not even that's not even a lie. I mean, we'll see in like two seconds. Do you know do you um think I don't know what people call me behind my back? Fat Myrtle, ugly myrtle, misery miserable moaning, moping myrtle. You've forgotten Pimply. That's gonna be my Twitter name.
0: Year. What? No chill, pimply please. myrtle? Miser- oh no No Miserable Moaning Moping Myrtle is gonna be my Twitter yeah. name. Um, Man. but Peeves um, is so rude. He's horrible.
1: Because mo- m- Moaning Myrtle bursts into anguish sobs and fled from the dungeon. Peeves shot after her, pelting her with moldy peanuts, which they go right through her. But still, um, yelling, pimply, pimply, pimply. That's horrible. He's so rude. Yeah. Why oh dear. Chill. Yeah. Oh dear. Said Hermione. Sadly, Um, nearly helpless. Nick comes to comes um, to join them, enjoying yourself. Oh yes, they lied. Not a bad turnout. The wailing widow came all the way from Kent. It's nearly time for my speech. I'd better go and warn the orchestra. Um, the orchestra, however, had stopped playing at that very moment. They and everyone else in the dungeon fell silent, looking around in excitement as a hunting horn sounded. Oh, here we go," said said nearly headless Nick, bitterly. Um, through the dungeon, then a wall, dozen
0: ghost horses, yeah, each ridden by a headless horseman, um, come through the wall. The symbol clapped wildly. Harry started to clap too, but quickly caught sight of Nick's face and stopped. Two things. Ghost horses. How? Did you kill your horse so that you could have a horse to ride? Cause that did is the ghost
1: like die? I mean, did the horse die and then decide, you, uh, nah, I don't want to, I don't want to go. Was it horses afraid to die? And then we're like, nah, I'd rather not. And then they decided to become
0: ghosts. Ghost horses. <laughs> how does that work? Yeah. That's some magic where you took it upon yourself to be like, I'm about to die, but mm-hmm. I'm a horseman, and I'm gonna need a horse. Because or, also,
1: the horse deci- or they just died and, found- and became a ghost and then found ghost horses. Maybe the horses became ghosts independently of the horsemen. Also, there's probably ghost cats everywhere. I feel like Mrs. Norris is petty enough to become a ghost cat.
0: That's what I was thinking. I was like, but I don't think horses are that petty. Cats, however. I don't think so
1: either. Cats are. I would. That's I would cats. I would be totally, totally yeah, totally believable that, that, were, that there would be ghost cats. I don't know about ghost horses.
0: Yeah. I mean, also, cool. Harry is, this is another example of Harry being super loyal. So I just wanted to give it up to him because he was like, oh, dude, headless horsemen, ghost right. horses. Clap, clap. Oh, nope. My boy is not happy. <laughs> Never mind. Kitten, mm-hmm. just kitten. Uh, So here comes the horses galloping into the middle of the dance floor and halted, rearing, and plunging. In front of the pack was a large ghost who held his bearded head under his arms, from which position he was blowing the horn. The ghost leapt down, lifted his head high in the air so he could see over the crowd. Everyone laughed and strode over to Nick. How are you? Head still hanging in there? Rude. It's his birthday
1: exactly Now you gotta day. bring Be up
0: still. sore subjects it's his death day it's his mm-hmm. party he's allowed to cry and have a half nearly headless if he wants to mm-hmm. welcome Patrick said Nick stiffly liven said Patrick to his astonishment very amusing said "Or he, no he spotted Harry he, and giving a huge fake jump of astonishment so that his head fell off again and the crowd howled with laughter very amusing said Nick darkly um don't mind Nick. Still upset we won't let him join the hunt. I think Nick's very frightening, Harry hurried, giving a meaningful look at Nick. Ha, huh, I bet you he asked you to say that. And then Nick starts to go into a speech, but nobody heard much of it as Sir Patrick and the rest of the Headless Hunt had started a game of head hockey and the crowd had turned to watch. Nearly That's just headless so Nick disrespectful. Turned va- vainly to recapture the audience or tried vainly to recapture the audience, but gave up as Sir Patrick's head went sailing past him to loud cheers. So rude. It's so So disrespectful.
1: Like, it's It's, not, like, not only like, okay, there's some, It's that's what I'm saying, like, there's some there's, like, some validity to not allowing him to be in the headless hunt. Like, it makes sense. But because it's coming from, like, someone who clearly is an asshole, as we see later,
0: then it's just, (laughs) like,
1: you're being horrible for no reason.
0: And Um, it's, it's also, like, okay, so... I as I think earlier Ron and Hermione and Harry could have like got some food and then came a little bit later cuz they were mm. on time for the party. But these guys are like super late cuz they've been here for what 20 something minutes already, um, right. maybe longer. And they come right when they're he's about to give a speech, which I would like to think is maybe a coincidence, but I doubt it. Um, right. and make like this grand entrance to someone else's party. Party. Like no, sir.
1: You don't do that. There's so many people in this, so many things in this particular chapter that you just don't do. Like, so you, don't many. Read, you don't read other this people's mail, of... you don't set, you don't put fireworks in salamanders, and you don't come up to somebody's party with your, late, and then steal in the show. What the heck? Humility is important. Yeah. Stealing sunshine. Stealing shine. Dis- disrespect. Um... I can't stand much more of this, Ron muttered, his teeth teeth chattering as the orchestra ground back into action and the ghost swept back onto the dance floor. Let's go, Harry agreed. So they leave. Um, Pudding might not be finished yet, said Ron, hopefully, leading the way toward um, toward the steps to the entrance hall. And then Harry heard it. Rip. Tear. Kill. It was the same voice, the same cold, murderous voice he had heard um, in Lockhart's office. Um he stumbled to a halt clutching at his stone wall clutching at the stone wall listening with all his might looking around squinting up and down the dimly lit passageway harry what are you it's that voice again shut up a minute so hungry for so long listen said harry um kill time to kill the voice was growing fainter harry was sure it was moving up- away moving upward a mixture of fear and excitement gripped him as he stared at the dark ceiling how could it be moving upward was it a phantom to which stone ceilings didn't matter? This way, he shouted. Um, this is some white people shit.
0: Thank you. I was going to let you finish the sentence before I jumped in because I've been cutting you off a little bit. But I thank wrote you.
1: it on the top.
0: I was just like, who like, does that? But not only talking about does that, about to kill. Let's go check fear, it out. A, a mixture of fear and excitement gripped him. No. Let's go check it out. No. The only no. thing gripping you should be fear... And going in the opposite direction. Go eat some Like, food. maybe to Dumbledore. Right. If you were super worried about it.
1: Right. Right, that's the thing. Go to Dumbledore. But don't Dumbledore, follow like, it. You can't go to other teachers because they'd be looking at you like, hmm. But Dumbledore would like, he would believe you. What the heck, y'all? You can't just go after, like, voices that talk about how they're going to kill somebody. You don't do
0: that. A Wither team, a Wither, we're going to stop this year for a Wither team word. This is a word from Wither team. If you hear anyone saying, rip, tear, kill, time to kill, I'm so hungry, do not follow. Do not follow.
1: Go in the opposite direction. Tell Dumbledore. Tell Dumbledore.
0: I mean, Dumbledore may be dead, but you can call him, I don't know, call Ghostbusters. Timey-wimey. Call somebody.
1: Bruh, don't, don't follow them yourself unless you already have the expertise. Especially if you're a 12-year-old student. Oh, Hogwarts. if you were 12, Absolutely. don't follow, even if you think you do why, have the expertise. Why
0: are you doing don't that? Don't follow. What are you doing? What is I your life? I smell blood. I smell blood, he heard no. distantly, growing from the floor of love, growing fainter still. His stomach lurched. It's gonna kill someone, he shouted, ignoring Ron and Hermione's bill-rolled up faces. He ran up the next flight of steps, three at a time. No, dude, take a take a chill. What are you, what are you gonna out. do? You? The most stop. It, like, think of a plan. What's the
1: most? What's the most advanced spell he knows at this point? Like,
0: he doesn't know Expelliarmus yet. So maybe
1: Rictus Impra? Yeah, he doesn't even know Expelliarmus yet. Maybe. I don't even know. He might know the
0: freezing, the freezing, the freezing spell that Hermione used on the pixies.
1: Right. You gonna freeze the phantom? Maybe.
0: No. Um, he doesn't even know what the phantom is. Right. So no.
1: How? So Harry huddled around the whole of the second floor, um, Ron and Hermione panting behind them, not stopping until they turned a corner to, into the last deserted passage. Harry, what was that all about, said Ron. I couldn't hear anything. But Hermione gave a sudden gasp, point, pointing down the corridor. Look, something was shining on the wall ahead. They approached slowly, squinting through the darkness. Foot-high words had been da- daubed onto the wall um, between two windows shimmering in the light cast by flaming torches the chamber of secrets has been opened enemies of the air beware um what's that thing hanging underneath said ron a slight quiver in his voice as the edge nearer harry almost slipped there was a large puddle of water on the floor um ron and hermione grabbed him and they inched towards the message eyes fixed on the dark shadow beneath it all three of them realized what it was at once and leapt backward with a splash Mrs. Norris, the caretaker's cat, was hanging by her tail from the torch bracket. She was stiff as a board, her eyes wide and staring. Um, For a
0: moment, they didn't move. Then Ron said, let's get out of here. Shouldn't we try and help? Harry began awkwardly. Trust me, said Ron. We don't want to be found here. But it was too late. A rumble from the dis... a rumble as though of distant thunder told them that the feast had just ended from either end of the corridor where they stood came the sound of hundreds of feet climbing stairs and loud happy talk of well fed people the next moment students were crashing into the passage from both ends the chatter and bustle the noise died suddenly Harry, Ron and Hermione stood alone in the middle of the corridor as silence fell among the mass of students pressing forward to see the grisly sight. then someone shouted through the quiet enemies of the air beware you'll be next mudbloods Shut it was up, Draco Mountain. Malfoy. He had pushed to the front of the crowd, his cold eyes alive, his usual, usually bloodless face flushed as he grinned at the sight of the hanging immobile cat. What is wrong that's with you?
1: sadistic. That's, that's In a way scary. that is
0: like, yeah. Um, keep talking for a little bit because I got to go oh. get, uh, um.
1: Anyway, yeah. Yeah that's um <laughs> yeah no that's freaking that's weird who does that that's so it's like really sadistic and like scary and like i don't know we talk a lot about how how draco is really like one-dimensional in the beginning of this and like he becomes more um what like huh i can't think of the word he know, becomes
0: is. Huh?
1: Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, he becomes more like sympathetic later on. Um, but this is like a total. This isn't one dimensional. This is like creepy as fuck. It's not like if you can't go from being like a one dimensional bully to being like a sadistic creeper to then being sympathetic. Like this particular sentence is just a lot. It's really extreme.
0: It's. It doesn't. It doesn't, um, <laughs> and, it, and it explains why they're so easy to, like, want, think that he's the heir Slytherin. Exactly. Um, but how do you look excited like, about that? And, but, how, like, and it's, it's, it goes back to, to, um, Lucius being like, you need to be more prudent because mm-hmm. how do you think people, other people are going to see you, even if they are about pure bloods or whatever, it's like. You'll be next, Mudbloods, and he looks like super excited, and like I don't like he's like made up comes alive in this moment, and right. it's gross.
1: It's totally horrible. Um, <laughs> All
0: right, so who is your MVP?
1: Um, I said Nearly Headless Nick for getting um Harry out of that thing with Harry. I mean, out of that like fix <laughs> with Filch. Um, and then also it's his death day party. He died. He's, Yeah. Died. He should be real MVP for that.
0: Agreed. Especially the way he um, died. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, seriously. He's like, I, and I, I, more than anyone, wished it was quick and painful. Um, I nominated Harry just because I think, even though he was reading someone else's email, which is rude, he mm-hmm. um, was like a loyal friend to Nick, or he was loyal to Nick. I don't know if it's a friend thing, but he's a good guy. And um, yeah. he, like behaved admirably even if a little stupidly because he um rushed to find out or to help save someone when he thought someone was in danger but yeah
1: i mean like i get that but i also it was dumb i couldn't i couldn't make him the mvp because of that and then also the male. <laughs> who, does yeah. that? So who does that so while he was like uh, he's not like the worst, obviously not the worst in this chapter like i didn't bench him yeah but he did some intentions stuff, so over I execution like, i can't
0: right yeah um um so who did you bench i benched sir patrick because what the fuck same (laughs) who's same (laughs) like what's wrong with you he's 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 horrible and you know what like malfoy almost got benched by one sentence alone but i had to take the chapter as a whole and be like all right
1: It was like, he wasn't really in the chapter, so that's <laughs> yeah. that's pretty much the same with me. I almost did, and then I was like, you know what, Patrick... He was the one... Patrick was the one who made me so... Like, he was already benched, and then yeah. I read Malfoy, and I was like, ooh. But, like, again, I think somebody said, like, you're benching Malfoy for being Malfoy. Yeah. Um,
0: and, and not so, actually being in the chapter. <laughs>
1: exactly. So, we're gonna yeah. let him go. He's gonna be... It's not like he's not gonna be benched ever again. Um, yeah.
0: He... But, yeah, yeah, you can't come to someone's death day party, make it all about yourself, and then make fun of that person, and just be completely disrespectful in someone else's house. Like, you can't do that. You just can't. At someone else's party in somebody else's house, no. You just politely decline, and you go be terrible somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Um... So next week, we will be discussing Chapter 9, The Writings on the Wall. Make sure to read and follow along, and also let us know who you think the real MVP is and who is Bench for this chapter and the next. If you want to join the conversation on Twitter, at WeBlackAndNerds, and use the hashtag wizardteam. Uh, you can also check out our website. As we talked about a little bit here, post goes up, posts go up Tuesdays and Thursdays, and some sprinklings in the middle, and then we have Hogwarts BSU, which you can also um check submit out on our too. website and yeah. submit your own stories fan art etc cetera, etc cetera. um thank you guys so much for listening
1: yeah thanks for listening this was fun um yeah,
0: yeah. we'll see you march. next week see you next week <laughs> see you in march <laughs> happy happy last day few days of black wizarding history month
1: right exactly <laughs> power to the wizard people Power, to, power people to, people general, to the wizard people. But that <laughs> sounds... <laughs> that sounds like oddly like pure blood, whatever. So it's power to the people in general. Yes. Um, Alright, Bye.
0: Bye. <laughs>